0: 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Wolf and Luke cover the OTAs, live from Cardinals headquarters. Paulie Pinch-Hederson in for Luke. Wolf and Luke on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports. I asked myself one question and one question this morning. Is it even worth the gas money to come in and sit next to Wolf. What would make it worthwhile? LaCita Smith, that was definitely a plus. Craig Grealoux, the Max Williams observation, yes. Otherwise, if we get more Wolf's NBA Finals analysis, everyone will question whether he's already st- started hitting the Johnny Depp megapint. We're not exactly sure here on a Friday. Speaking of gas,
1: Paul, did the Imodium AD <laughs> okay. help you at all?
0: Okay, that's our cue to go out to the phone line and bring in Darren Urban, senior writer for azcardinals.com. Uh, true or false, Darren, aren't you technically on vacation? I mean, are, are we hitting you up at a bad time here?
2: <laughs> this is like old-school Cardinals underground podcast, guys. Um, <laughs> That's right. It's uh, That's right. It, I, I, I technically am on vacation. I'm uh, currently somewhere in the Valley. Uh, in between games, my son is, is coaching some summer basketball for Corona del Sol, so I decided to take in a couple. Aww. But I, I have a few minutes for you, gentlemen. So whatever you need, uh, I'm here for you
1: just your impressions of OTA overall.
2: Well, I mean, they're OTAs. Um, I, I don't get too head over heels over anything this time of year. It feels like as we go on more and more, of the conversation is more about who's around rather than what necessarily is getting accomplished. Um, and that's, that's just kind of how the direction we're going to go. Um, I feel like, Wolf, the the way things are going now in the NFL, I think more and more veterans are going to kind of see the ability to uh, take the voluntary stuff and not necessarily do it um, right. because this is their time of year if they want it to be. So, um, I, I think for most players, it's got to be what you're working on on your own. I, I know that Cliff Kingsbury has talked about being able to see stuff on the field, and I do think that helps the coaches to a certain extent, but. Um, I, I also feel like with OTAs, just because you're missing some people, because you're 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 trying to teach some new players, um, there's only limited things you can take out of it. Other than the fact that, okay, uh, there are some guys here that, okay, that's nice that they've shown up, and, and you do get some of those rookies on the field for the first time. I do think it helps those guys that that haven't had a lot of experience in the league, like as and Collins. I think this time is is important because obviously the spotlight is on him this year
0: zaven Collins, that brings us to the next topic, here with Darren Urban on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports. What would you make of the press conference yesterday? How big a question mark does he remain at Mike Linebacker?
2: Well, I mean, the, the press conference was what I expected it to be. I mean, that's kind of how Zavin has been talking all, all along. Um, I do like the fact that he kind of owned up to the fact that he had some bad practices, and if you don't practice well, you're probably not going to play in the games. And we don't know exactly what that meant in terms of what he did poorly. Um, but, you know, that's, that's got to get better now. Um, I, I don't know what to expect. I, I think, I think Zavon Collins is, is confident that he can do this role. Uh, I think the Cardinals must be confident to a certain extent that he can do this role. Otherwise I don't think they just let Jordan Hicks go. Um, but bringing in Nick Vigil means something, I'm sure. They've got to have backup, uh, a backup reserve situation there, anyways. But you know, I, I think you've got to kind of figure out, okay, where does this exactly put us if Zayvon Collins isn't able to do the things that we need him to do. So it, it'll be interesting to see uh, exactly how that plays out um but like i said the spotlight is going to be on there and and I, there's no question you guys i mean he's he's got to be one of the biggest questions for this team going into the season
1: so, everyone is talking about Kyler Murray and the possible extension. Summer is here, and when will that extension happen? I said it was going to be June 28th day. I said it was going to be June 28th. <laughs> Paulie, I believe, said June 13th. Is that what you
0: said, Paul? The day before mandatory minicamp. June 13th. I'm, I'm not real confident in that prediction. Yes, our producer Maloney, of course, says July 7th. When do
1: you think that this extension is going to happen?
2: If I had a guess, and I want to make very clear that this is 100% a guess <laughs> on my part, I don't know anything, because uh, I know you wouldn't do that to me, Wolf. It's, no, it's put of me course on the spot. not. But um, I, I think if this is going to happen, I think it happens probably closer to training camp. Um, I don't think, I, I think to get everything resolved before they have to report is, would, be nece- it would be important. Because otherwise you're going to start getting in some sticky situations. But I, I think it's going to be late July. The, the thing about some of these dates now is, uh, the reality is, and I know things change because you might have something important like, oh, a Kyler Murray extension, but. Once once minicamp ends, everybody leaves, and that includes mm-hmm. the front office. I mean, this is when Steve Kime and Matt Harris, who who uh, run the contract things, that's this is when they get their vacation. So I, I think if it doesn't get done during sometime next week, which I don't anticipate, I, I think things will probably be put on hold for a little while. Um, that doesn't mean there can't be conversations. Uh, but I, in terms of an official agreement and – and in uh, a whole press conference and all that, I'm guessing it's going to be closer to training camp if it happens. You know,
0: I still cite, and we talked about this on Cardinals Underground, the podcast, Darren Urban on here, 97 FM, Arizona Sports. Mike Garofolo, on the day that Kyler showed up for the OTAs mm-hmm. last week, he said, and I quote, on NFL Network, Kyler showed up in a sign of good faith because they are not close to a deal. The hope is something will get done over the summer that's before camp or during camp. So I thought that was intriguing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it, it's just another reason why I wish instead of June 13th, I had said August 13th, because I think that's what it's tracking for sometime during camp. Now, let me ask you this. Cliff Kingsbury had mentioned and gushed a little bit, a little bit about Eno Benjamin and what he has looked like so far and the progress he has made in the last couple of years. Is there a guy who's ready to take that next step in your mind? Anyone on the roster, young guy, doesn't matter. Is there some guy that you think is ready to take that next step and will be a different player in 2022?
2: Hmm. I think if you had, uh, and again, this is my speculation, it's not necessarily because I've been overwhelmed with something I saw in helmet and shorts or anything like that, but I, I think Rondale Moore is hmm. a guy I love his attitude. I love how smart he is, and I love the opportunity that he's going to have in this offense. And I just feel like that all kind of plays into what you're talking about, which is a guy taking the next step. Um, you know, obviously, in a perfect world, you'd see somebody like Zavier Collins do that because he's he's really going to be kind of thrust into that role. Like I think Eno can help, but but again, he's not going to be asked to start or anything like that. But I think Rondale Moore is going to be needed. Uh, I think he's got a skill set that can really help this offense. And again, I think he's got the intelligence and the drive to to really excel this year.
1: So I saw your quote tweet right there in regard to Robert Alford. Um, Do you think that is possibly going to happen? Because I think corner is the biggest concern right now on this team.
2: Yeah, I mean... Uh, let's face it, Wolf. I mean, I don't know. With the the, the tragic death of Jeff Gladney, um, they've got a hole there. And not that you want to <laughs> trivialize a death right. in football terms, of but the, the reality is, is you know, people were wondering about that position anyways, and, and then you lose a player that you were expecting was going to play. So I, I think they've got to sign somebody. Is offered a possibility? I think he absolutely is at this point. I don't know who else you might want to chase. I know people have suggested Kevin King, the former Packers cornerback, who's at least uh, under 30. Um, But there's a reason if you're under 30 and you're a cornerback and you're still on the market, that probably doesn't necessarily bode as well. So I I think they're going to have to sign at least one veteran. And could Robert Alford be that guy? Yes. I thought Robert Alford played pretty solid football last year until he got hurt. But that, again, is is your issue, is being able to uh, count on him for a whole season.
0: How dire is the need at corner, in your opinion? Could they actually make a trade, give up an asset, just to fill that hole?
2: I guess it would depend on who you're talking about. I mean, you're in a a position right now where Byron Murphy's going into his his contract year, so are you going to commit to him long-term? Who are you trading for? When you say trade, are you talking about just to fill a hole uh, or somebody who could be a starter? And if you're talking about just filling a hole... Is, is that guy you would be trading for that much better than some, like a Robert Alford that you could get in free agency or a Kevin King or whatever? So I, I'm not going to rule anything out because I think they need to be proactive at the position. But I would think it's still much more likely that they sign somebody as a free agent of some sort and try and make that work.
0: Well, Darren, if your son, the basketball coach, has any suggestions for Steve Kerr and how to handle that formidable uh, perimeter defense that the Celtics are throwing at the Warriors, you might want to have him give Steve Kerr a call.
2: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure he knows that. Uh, I think he's got <laughs> enough right. uh, issues That's here right. right now with guys just playing the defense that they're supposed to do on his team. So well, he can't get the young punks
0: that. to play defense out there, huh? Man, these kids today it's brutal, <laughs> brutal. By the way, Derb, quickly, I have to
1: ask you this: Are the Suns better with Da or without?
2: I am a. You should keep Aiden. I'm in that club. Okay. You should keep them. I understand all the issues, but I, I, I wonder what it looks like without them.
1: thank you so much for your time, man. always appreciate talking to you.
0: Have a good weekend, Darren. I'm here for you, Wolf.
1: I know you are, buddy. Have a great vacation. Yeah.
0: Hey, Cardinals single game and season tickets on sale now. For more info, go to azcardinals.com slash tickets, azcardinals.com slash tickets. All right, that last name you brought up, Ron Wolfley, where are the Cardinals? Will they have that familiar face back in the fold? We'll get into that next. Calvisi sitting in for Luke, Wolf and Luke on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports.